Blog Talk Radio. Coming at you live. It is Buzzworthy Radio, where you can get the latest buzz on all your favorite shows and stars. Buzzworthy starts now. Okay, that was really weird. Like, as soon as the show started, it had, like, this beeping thing that was going on, like a normal beep sound. And I'm like, what the freak is this? Never heard of that before. It must be something new that's going on with with Blog Talk Radio that I have yet to learn. So it looks like I'm stuck in the dark about it. But, hey, it is what it is. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to the start official start of the weekend. And not just the weekend. It's Super Bowl weekend. And you know what? I'm all for the black and yellow, baby. I'm for the black and yellow. I got to represent Pennsylvania, so I'm going for the black and yellow. Yes, I am predicting... I'm predicting the Pittsburgh Steelers taking this home. I'm just throwing it out there, folks. I'm just saying. How are you guys doing? Navelle J. Lee here. Welcome to Buzzworthy Radio. It's Buzzworthy After Dark. Buzzworthy After Dark. We are making another comeback here with this segment. It is Friday, February 4th, 2011. 11.30 p.m. Eastern, 8.30 p.m. Pacific Time. You're on blogtalkradio.com and on buzzworthyradio.net. Call into the show tonight, 646-595-4228. What, what exactly makes you hellacious? I learned a new word today. It's called hellacious. And apparently that word's been around for quite some time, and I have absolutely... I, I, I never heard of the word until today. I must be living in such a bubble that I had no idea about that word. I, as I was told earlier, I need to get out more. <laughs> That's awful. So it, it's terrible. It's terrible that I had no idea about that word, and I just basically had to get schooled earlier this afternoon. So it was. It, it, it's fun. It's fun. But I've seen a lot of people tweeting today about what is making them hellacious and apparently there's like one in particular that is in common with the rest of everybody but uh, we'll, we'll we'll get into that later we'll get into that later but we already got some callers on the line we're gonna start it off a little bit taking this caller from washington what is up washington 425 area code who are you oh yes carly from daytime after dark well how are you carly from daytime after dark Good, you never respond to me anymore. It's like, okay, what did I do, Brandon? No, I, I'm kidding. I haven't, I, even, I haven't even received anything, but go on. What's up? Well, well I, I just DM'd you to tell you I was calling in because I just want to say, I, I know you probably have a lot of callers who's going to say the same thing, but we need to fight for Becky. And you know, I yeah, this is uh, yeah. Basically, this is making this is what makes you hellacious is the firing of Rebecca Herbst yes. from General Hospital. So, yes, yeah. and because this should not be happening, and I'm so sick and tired of storyline dictate reasons. Okay, it's not storyline dictated. And I'm going to be good, but if you want to know what storyline dictated really means, come on, Daytime After Dark, because I've been fired up about it ever since the news broke that, you know, she was fired. And I'm going to do everything to get her back because 
You don't go to someone and say, oh, by the way, you gave 14 years of your life to this. So, even though we've screwed you over so many times, that's still the only reason, but we are going to fire you anyway. No, no, I'm just, you know, I'm mad. That decision is inappropriate, and I think um, a lot of daytime people need to band together, forget about what fan was you are a part of, even though if you still believe in the fan, most people are not saying don't believe in the fan world. I'm just saying, let's do something right daytime. Let's band together and get Becky back where she belongs. So, what are you feeling about it, Brandon? What are you feeling about the whole Becky thing? For for me, even though I'm not Brandon, but I... I <laughs> oh, God, I'm sorry, Buzzworthy. I'm sorry. That's okay, that's okay. Uh, but um, in answer in answer to your question, uh, I actually have been conversing about this for a little while. Uh, I know Silas, who's in the chat room right now. I, I I know I conversed with him about this as well. But oh, he's in the chat room. Hi. Yeah, what's going on, I love Silas? Him. Yeah, I. Yeah. <laughs> so um, and uh, the thing of it is, for me personally, I mean, I haven't really said much of it in the past uh, few weeks, but I. I honestly will say that it it definitely was a shock that he she was let go from the show after being a part of the show for 13 years. She's been on the show since 97 and she I mean they they really did desecrate this character within that 13 years as you said. And but she's been a part of the canvas for so long and for me personally, she is that last tie to a Hardy. Even though I was corrected and on that, I still feel I still feel that she is that last tie to a Hardy who is no mm-hmm. longer on the show anymore. Um, no matter what it is, I mean, she she pretty much was the heart of the show. No matter what had transpired with the with the character, honestly, um, no matter what they did to her, she was still the heart of the show, on and off. And it, it it is hard. It is tough that a person has been there for that amount of time to be out of a job. For me personally, it's more or less more of the actress of where she stands right now than of the character because Becky Harris is now out of a job. She's now out yeah, of a job. Yeah. yeah, and um, you know, I just, you know, I mean, you know, I I don't think it will upset a lot of people if you know it was someone else. But in my opinion, like. Uh, Eliminated Jason in the room said, I feel like they got with the wrong person. Well, I've been feeling since this news hit, and I just feel like all of us should band together and say what we feel. And so, what if we are mad at the networks? Because I am mad at the network. You don't do this to one of your leading ladies. And Becky is a leading lady, and yes, she is a veteran. You don't do this. Here's also my thing. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna end it on this as well. Um, I've seen a lot of petitions. I've seen a lot of people banding together, not just for Becky Hurst, but as well as for others as well. Uh, Daniel Goddard is one of them. I've been checking out today, um, but I will say that boycotting a show 
That's hindsight. Hindsight's twenty twenty. If you're going to do that, hindsight's twenty twenty. You got to think about the full repercussions of boycotting the show. While that may be all well and good because you want to make your point, you also got to think about the fact that if you do boycott the show and the ratings do go down, and even those shows did get multi-year renewals, that doesn't mean anything in this business because if the ratings do sink lower than where they would like it to be. Who's to say that the networks will not cancel them? So you got to think about that as well, because they could easily pull the plug in the show if it's not doing something. No, I mean, I, I'm not telling anyone to boycott this. I'm just saying, you know, let your voices heard. Call Fonz, call Gusa, call, you know, Ann Sweeney. You know, tell them you are not okay with this filing. And they want to say, oh, petition, don't melt. Well, I think... You know, I think back to six years ago with the Days of Our Life cast. Six people got fired, and I believe the fans brought help to bring all of them back. So, I mean, you know, um, we should this, you know, um, fight and this, you know, be together and be supportive and not be catty about this. Absolutely, and I, I mean, I, like I said, I'm seeing everybody coming out of the woodwork doing that, not just for her, but for others as well. You know, I, I just you know, it, yeah, it, it look doesn't, at, it does, and it doesn't hurt to do any of that stuff. It doesn't hurt. Mm-hmm. Nothing against yeah. it, whoever. Yeah, and my other thing is, you know, they are letting um, Brittany from One Life to Live go for storyline dictate reasons again. She's a good girl on that show. She has family ties to Dorian, even though she's adopted. Okay, you know, break up the phone months to tears for this. Um, no, no. Stone links and are great together. Do not mess up because, you know, someone up at the top doesn't like them, and I'm sick of it. So thank you, Brian, um, Buzz Willie, for taking my call. And um, I, wa- I do want to set up some time for you to come on my show for February sleeps. Absolutely. Just let me know. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. Who do we got here from Massachusetts? I'm dying to know who's from Massachusetts. 413 area code. 413 area code, Massachusetts. You had to rub it in, didn't you? Did I have to? to? I'm I'm sorry, but, you know. We're just suffering up here. Look, I think we're suffering all over the place. How much snow are you getting, or how much snow are you getting? We, we, right now, at the end of my driveway, on the left-hand side, I have a 10-foot pile. On the right-hand side, an 11-and-a-half-foot pile. And what's killing me is, in my, in my city, which is known as Waltham, Massachusetts, in Metro West Boston, last week, the fire department came out and shoveled out all the fire hydrants, and four hours later, the DPW came out and plowed the sidewalks covering all the fire hydrants. So the fire department had to come out the next day and reshovel out the fire hydrants. And I'm like, this is why our tax money gets spent so poorly. Don't get me started. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, my goodness. I'm not. Anyway. I'm, at least I'm not as bad as it is in, in my state. So I think I'm. I'm thinking pretty good. I think I'm pretty good. Well, that's yeah. good. For, first of all, go Steelers. I'm behind Steelers all the way. Steelers, yes. You know, as I as I keep on saying, fudge the Packers, kill them. Um, that's how I look at it. Let let them let them get ripped apart. I don't care. The cheeseheads can go away. 
But the reason for my call, before I get into it, I just have to make a comment on your last call about this whole Becky Herbst thing real quick. You know, I understand where everybody feels. I understand, and I wrote a big article over on Soapbox 1 about it and got a lot of responses. I feel strongly that the firing was stupid, especially in in relation to this Michael Corinthos rape storyline. But you know what? i got to say, general hospital fans have a habit of shooting themselves in the feet every time you turn around because one fan base gets all bent out of shape if you make a remark. I got so much hate mail in the last 48 hours from Maurice Bernard fans for what I said about Sonny, and I'm like, you know what, people? If you can't see the fires for the trees and realize that a soap opera is an ensemble cast, then you've got no business making a case. Well, what exactly did you say? What I said was I thought that the character of Sonny should go off the canvas into a place of darkness for a while out of, because of this rape storyline. That, you know, if you look at the whole picture, Sonny's mental hi- mental illness history, you know, being a manic depressive, everything he's gone through with Michael, in my mind, this whole event should be so traumatic that Sonny goes to a very dark place where it requires him to go somewhere into an institution to really sort out his life and figure out what the hell have I done in my life to bring everything to this point. You know, Michael has Michael has been central to the storyline of this show for the last 15 years, and his, his character has touched 95% of the characters on the show. This great mm-hmm. storyline is a great opportunity for them to reset General Hospital and put it back on the right track. And just because I said that about the funny character, the Maurice Bernard fans, have gotten all a flutter saying, oh, I, I'm singling out a character because I want Becky Herbst. I'm like, no. As far as I'm concerned, the character of Elizabeth is the most logical character for Jason to turn to in this whole mess because Jason and Elizabeth have been through a lot. And Jason and Elizabeth have a child. And it seems to me that what happened to Michael is going to have a profound effect on Jason because Jason's love for Michael is the purest form of love that's on that show. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, enough about that. Anyway, the reason I wanted to call was I wanted to say bravo on Diane Carroll. I am so, <laughs> I am so happy for you. And, you know, Diane Carroll with Julia and with her role as Dominic Devereaux, Diane Carroll has been one of those pivotal actors over the years who has done so much for African-American actors across the board. She is up there with Lena Horne, Bessie Smith. You know, she she is one of those acting legends who really made a difference, you know. I and I, I just think the opportunity for you to have her on the show, congratulations. I, I, I think it is wonderful, and I, I'm really proud of you. I, I think that's wonderful. And I hope a lot of people tune in because... Diane Carroll has a message of hope. And like I said to you, I think, in a tweet, you know, Diane Carroll was saying, yes, we can, before we did. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. You know, I you know it. And, and, you know, um, right on, pal. I am, I am so happy for you. It, it, it's like you, you, you're taking this show to new heights. Diane Carroll is a legend, not only in acting, not only in singing, because a lot of people don't know how beautiful her voice is, well, well, actually, if, if you're if you're a fan of White Collar on USA, um, uh-huh. her character on there is supposed to sing in the new episode that's supposed to air on Tuesday. So, check that out. I will definitely check it out. But you know, I I, uh, I I'm so happy for you. This is 
this is a lady who has been through a lot in the business, and a lot of people don't know what she went through going up the ranks. And, you know, she has always walked with grace and dignity, and she has always been true to her craft. And uh, congratulations. I'm happy. That, what a great piece of news when I saw that. It, 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 it really brought me close to tears because I was like, now I can't think of anybody better than Neville to talk to her. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. I, I I'm humbled. I'm more than humbled. I Oh, I, don't I, be don't be humbled. Let me tell you something. You've done a damn good job and you know, a lot of people don't realize that we blog talk radio hosts do a lot of this at our own expense. And we sacrifice our time, our money to do this. It's not like we're making a fortune doing these kind of shows. Mm-hmm. You know, That's so true. You know, so humility can go only so far. But people have to understand, you know, we, we do a lot of this, and we know that fans appreciate it, but they have to understand we're not Rush Limbaugh, we're not Glenn Beck, we're not, you know, Bill Maher. You know, we're, we're, we're doing our shows, we're doing the best we can, but each one of us together, if we can change one person's life for the better, one step at a time, imagine how much better this world could be a year from now. Amazing. I love it. Yeah, like, it. like you said, like you said, you have no idea where it's gonna go. And I honestly did never, I never expected to get the chance to speak with an actress of such caliber, a person who I've watched since I was a young kid and grew I mean, up watching she, her. But you, I mean, when you were watching Julia as a kid, I mean, how much did she do for your self-esteem growing up? I mean, Julia was a big, big part of many family households, you know. Absolutely. And I watched that when I was a kid. And uh, you see, you, you had the privilege of being able to watch it during its original run. I got into it because of Nick and I, and when Nick and I was good. And yep. it had the reruns on there. And I was I adored it. I loved that show. And seeing her in a role, a lead role, that's amazing to me, especially for that time, because you would never had imagined for what you learned in school to 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 see an African American had a lead role on the show, basically being the lead role of the character of the show. You know, I mean, it was just amazing to me. It's like if she could do it, anybody could do it. And I basically just swallowed back into your statement. Yes, you can. And she was saying it before anybody else could. Of course, she was. I mean, she she, she you know being a product of that time. I mean, I, I lived. I was a young teenager in the 60s and remember 68 like it was yesterday. I, I can remember the night Martin Luther King was killed and having to tell my parents that it just came over the news. My parents are deaf. And I, I, remember going into oh, wow. the, I remember going into the kitchen and saying to my mother, Martin Luther King is dead. And she's like, what? And I'm like, somebody shot Martin Luther King. And we had company there that night. And, you know, the, these were deaf white people who really were never exposed to the racism that was going on around them. Because, you know, it, it, when, you're, when you have a handicap, somehow or other, race isn't an issue, you know. We had, we, we had a diverse amount of, of, of friends in our house. I mean, Asians, you know, African Americans, uh, you, you know, in the deaf community, you know, race wasn't an issue. It was about surviving in the deaf community. And it, it was like, I can remember how tough that night was. And... I can remember the day after uh, watching a news show and saying to my mother, Frank McGee, if I remember correctly, Frank McGee was giving news on NBC that night, and he said that Bobby Kennedy was in a, uh, a basketball game, at a basketball game in Indiana, I believe, and the crowd was very upset about the shooting, and it looked like it was going to get volatile, and Bobby Kennedy grabbed the microphone and said to everybody, listen, 
a white man killed my brother, too. And I remember saying mm. that to my mother, what Bobby said, and my mother goes, that's right. That what's wrong is somebody got shot. That's what's wrong. And she kept going, that's right, that's right, that's right. And I, I never forgot it. And, you know, wow. eight weeks later, Bobby Kennedy was dead. You know? But Diane Carroll, bravo, Novell. I am proud of you, and I can't wait to hear that show. I, I really am looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to hosting it. <laughs> well, you know what? Maybe soap fans can listen to Diane Carroll's story or even go out and do a little research on what it was like for her because Diane Carroll is one of those people, if you look at her career and look at what she's been through, even when she was on Dynasty and played yeah. Blake's half-sister, that was very controversial at the time. Yeah. You it know, really but, but she she executed it with such grace and such class and, and and she is a woman for the ages. She she really is. She's up there with Lena Horn and the rest of them. She really, really is. So that's uh, all I wanted to say. Happy Friday. I love that you do this on Friday nights. I think it's nice. I, You know, it's a release. You know, I think we all need to have one. Yeah. Uh, you know, especially with the work week that I have, I'm like, oh, my God, I have to have... I have to have something. I need to do something. And, and you know, this is a perfect way to do it. It's just like we're letting out all of our tensions. So that's it, it. And it, it. You know, it's pretty much we're finally letting out. We're finally letting loose of what's on our minds. You know, through the entire week, whatever it is, it doesn't have to be just so related. It could be anything related uh, to what's going on with you. You know, and that's pretty much what the show's about. I, you know, I, I I mentioned that I wanted to make this a weekly segment, and you know what? I think if it if it's popular enough, I think we should do it. It definitely needs to be done. I would love to have it as a weekly Friday event. It would be like a huge thing for a lot of the fans to just come in and just be like, pull up a chair, have a beer, listen to this, and just just let loose, do something. You know what I mean? If you can't get out of the house, that is. So that's it. I mean, I'm sitting here looking at your chat room, and unlimited Jason's being very cute. He just said that you called me old, and then he's got sex, 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 sex. I mean, Jason, I, I may be twice your age, but there's one big difference between you and me. You have calluses on your right hand, and I don't. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, and on that note, Novella, I'll let you take your other callers. Keep me, uh, keep me on so I can listen to you on my phone. But, Novella, great job. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Have a good night. You too. Silas, everybody, if you don't know who he is, make sure you check him out. Follow him on Twitter, Deliberation. Cool, coolness to the max. And, yeah, I think Jason's on the line right now, and I think we're supposed to like give him like the ultimate praise, but, unfortunately, I have no sound effects of applause, so I'm just going to bring him on anyway and just be like, all hail the greatness that is unlimited, Jason, because I really have nothing else to say. Except that. Is that it? Do do you want me to add more? Because I can if you want me to. Like, seriously. Just saying, Jason, the floor is yours. Nothing. Anything? Type in the chat room if you want. Or just... Don't say anything to me at all. I completely understand. Jaquan, I totally get it. Yep. I'm having minor issues. Minor issues? You... Yeah. Hold on. Hold on one second. Oh, he's going to tell me to hold on. I, I love this. This is great. Minor issues, ladies and gentlemen. This is exactly... This, 
If you don't know Jason, Unlimited Jason, if you don't have the pleasure of following him on Twitter, God bless you. You probably make <laughs> you probably have it better than I do and practically everybody else in this chat room that does follow him. I swear. What? I'm just saying. Are you are you trying to tell me I'm wrong? Oh yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of this song too and I was like when I was putting this segment up I was like I wonder if we can get in Williford I want to be bad and lo and behold there you go. I never I, fail. I I'm surprised though you didn't come in busting with uh black and yellow. Uh, I was going to, but then I was thinking, well, I don't really want to press the whole football issue because we know the Steelers are going to win anyway. Well, that's true, but still, it would have been nice. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Jason, you have issues since you grabbed Crazy Glue instead of KY. Ooh, ooh why, what oh my happened God. there? I, lo- I don't know. It was a bad experience. Oh, see. What did, we tell- what did Kate tell you about that? God. I know. Where the hell is Kate at tonight anyway? She's in the chat room. She's listening. I know. So it's been a very eventful week for us. For us? What happened yeah. to us? Like, what happened? Did we, like, make um, up, well, break up? What, 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 you know, I, I don't right remember. Now, we, right now we're on the outs because you went on the soap cruise and we're making out with a really old man. And Silas, we're talking to someone who's three times your age. His name oh, is Neil. I didn't make no. I didn't make out with him. Look, all right. Let's 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 clear this up now. Since you all, since there was a few people who, like my boy Skinner Wiggum, I see you, Skinner Wiggum, but I didn't forget you. Who wants to know about what happened on this show cruise? I want to start off by saying that this old dude has more game than three hundred twenty-five year old boys combined. I swear, <laughs> I don't know what he was. I don't know what was in his Geritol, but obviously it was good shit. And I, I. And it probably was better Viagra than I could possibly have ever given him. And, yeah, like Jason said, his name was Neil. And he was on this cruise, too. And he was at a couple of the soap cruise events, but he wasn't at all of them. I think the only ones that he was at was the cocktail party and the event at Senior Frogs. Or Senior <laughs> Frogs. At Senior Frogs. It was a beach party. Basically a beach party. This was the... um. Yes, like Hefner. I would say more, yeah, definitely like Hefner, if not like Hefner's brother or something, definitely. But this beach party at Senior Frogs, uh, this happened on Saturday, and that was the day that the General Hospital people arrived, as well as Don Diamond from the Golden Beautiful, because they weren't there from um, Thursday and Friday. They had to come in on Saturday because of the fact that they were filming Sonny and Brother's Wedding, so they couldn't get out of it, obviously. They had to be there in attendance. I don't know what Don Diamond's excuse was or what happened, but he had to fly in on Saturday as well. He's special. I I guess. But, <laughs> I mean, I really don't know. If, if he is, he is. If he isn't, he isn't. What, what's okay, well, anyway, back to the old man who was macking on every girl on the dance floor like a sugar daddy, right? Yes. Uh, before, yeah, pretty much the first time I saw him 
we were in the nightclub called Hemisphere, and he pretty much was just like coming onto the dance floor and started grinding on every single girl that was on the dance floor. No matter what age you were, he was grinding on you. And I, I, I took a picture of him and this one girl. Her name is Jennifer. And I swear, his hands were in the most inappropriate places you could ever imagine. It, it just made me want to cringe. <laughs> it just made me want to oh cringe. My God. It was just like right there by her clit. It was just amazing. <laughs> it really was. I, it. I I did not put this as a mature show. I think I should have, but I didn't. So... Everybody, you can, still say, you can still say that because it's after eleven. It is a mature show, but everybody can listen to it, folks. I'm just saying, I, I don't have, I, I'm too lazy to update it, so you get the drill. So if there are words that you don't like, cover your ears because we'll use them in this program. But like, like I bad. said, bad, But like I said, he was grabbing. He was like his hair was like right there in her clit in her ass, and I was just like, what the fuck, dude. And, I was like, you, and I found out that his wife was on the ship, and his wife was watching. I was like, yeah, his wife wasn't too happy. I was like expecting her to do a little snip, snip. <laughs> but that even then, crazy. I did not. Even then, I did not think that would stop him. I still think that he would have kept going because he definitely kept going. That was his ninety-six cruise. That is crazy. This old man's probably gonna like die on his hundred. He's he, probably gonna be he, one of. The- Hey, He'll look, probably he, be one of those old guys who, when he dies, he's like, I want my ashes spread on a cruise. And knowing my luck, it'll probably be the cruise that I'm finally talked on going. Power to him, boy. I give him praise for that, that's for sure. <laughs> Senior Frogs the next day, he was there. And I swear to God, Mark Hacka, love him to death, had about five bongs in less than an hour. Oh, I love Hapka. They were getting drunk as you don't know what, and they seriously were shit-faced. I love soap stars when they're drunk. They were completely and utterly shit-faced. You can tell Galen Gehring was shit-faced because when I, I, I like walked up to him and I started rub, I rubbed his head and he saw it was me. So he just takes his hand and slaps my ass. <laughs> I have a handprint on my butt from him. Well, what's wrong with that? I didn't say anything was wrong with it. I said I had a handprint on it. Uh, all right, so here's what we all want to know, since this is the theme of Buzzworthy After Dark. What did you do on this cruise? Did you get down on the cruise? I will explain that later. Oh, okay. Uh, but here, here's old man Hess, or old man Neil, Hess's cousin or brother from another mother, doing body shots off of the girls at Senior Frogs. Oh, my God. Yeah. He 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 was doing it. He had no shame. He was doing body shots of the girls' breasts and titties and everything, doing nice little body shots off of them. And then he walked up to this one girl, felt her up, felt her up, put his hand on her ass, and started asking her, "How you doing? How are you doing?" Uh, he basically started feeling up her butt and then squeezed it and said, "Are you wearing panties? Are you wearing a thong? Are you wearing nothing at all?" And I just stood there. I was like, holy shit, man. <laughs> wow. 
I was wow. like, I was like, wow. wow, you gotta teach me a few things, man, because obviously I'm getting nowhere. Um, I um, so then he was uh at the club again later on that night because he actually was asked, "Are you going to the club?" And he was like, "Yeah," and sure enough, he showed up. So here we are, Mark Hapka and a bunch of other people. Mark was there, Galen was there, Nadia was in there, Michelle was there. You know, they showed up, and then here comes old man Neil. He was grinding on the dance floor. And then all you see is just, like, Mark Hapka and myself just basically just going, like, just going up there and doing a booty dance with him. It was just great. I loved it. (laughs) Loved it. It was awesome. Yeah, so I want to know what was your guilty thing on the cruise? Because I know that there was a couple of days you were gone. We had no contact with you because you were out in the middle of the waters, in international waters. I want to know what happened. What happened once I uh, crossed the international day line? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, uh, I, um, I was a good little boy. I didn't do anything that was naughty. It was all night. It was all night. Who the hell goes You can see, like, there's, like, horns, like, coming out of my forehead, like, right now. Um, <laughs> we all know better. I think, like, the most is, like, me and Tanya, we were on the dance floor, and we kind of were just, like, letting, letting my penis go into her ass on the dance floor and just, like, doing that instead. And she was wearing a dress. I was like, why not? What the hell? I won't see her again, but whatever. It was fun. I loved it. Um, she thought that uh, she thought Jacob Young was gay. <laughs> A long time ago on Bold and Beautiful, I thought the same thing. And what changed your mind? Mm, he went to General Hospital. <laughs> <laughs> That 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 automatically just like changes your mind. Oh yeah, by the way, once you go to General Hospital, I'm hello. They keep they keep their clothes on in General Hospital. Uh, no, that's Steve Burton with his Ugh. with uh, what you call it, the uh, Krispy Kreme stomach. <laughs> Isn't that what they say? I don't know. I, that's I the don't. First I heard. It's hilarious though. I don't get it. Whatever. Well, Navelle, give us your injury report from the cruise, because I know we've heard of a couple of things. Yeah, there was a couple of injuries on the boat that did not involve me, but it was a lot of fun to talk about. Uh, So Jacob Young had a chipped tooth, as someone asked in the chat room. Yeah, he he had a chipped tooth by apparently he ate something, and it broke the cap off of his tooth. So he had to get it fixed in Mexico, which cost him about a hundred and something dollars. It wasn't so bad, but like, holy shit, man! What did you eat? Mm, Mexican work. <laughs> I look. I don't know what he was putting in his mouth, but it broke his tooth. <laughs> you can take that any way you want. So I just know that he ate something and his tooth broke. That's it. Uh, that's all I got from everybody, anyway. The other thing was Daniel Goddard got into a moped accident, or as Jason calls it, a moped accident. Yeah, I thought it was a moped. It I did like think you thought it was a moped. The word oh, come moped. come on. When you look oh, at I it, like, 
moped, M-O-P-E-D. I'm like, moped? What the hell's a moped? And then I kept trying to look it up, and I couldn't come across. Because I thought I was thinking, oh, my God, he was out on the water. Maybe he was out on a ski or something like that. But, you know. I tell you, that's funny. He was in a moped accident, and <laughs> a moped accident. I, I, I should not be laughing at him. You know, he's my boy and everything, but I swear to God, it was he he was laughing at it. So if he was laughing about it, I can laugh about it. That that's how that rolls out. Um, <laughs> that is my excuse. I'm sticking to it. He was in Mexico and he rented a moped. Uh, he got to a gas station it, it, and apparently when the, something was wrong with the throttle and he couldn't get it to stop. I guess he was like looking down to like check what was wrong and he hit a parked car. He hit a parked car. And his head did hit the windshield. It, he had a helmet on. And it was one of those helmets that you see in chips with the glass <laughs> over it. So the glass cut his nose when he hit the windshield. And once that, and once he hit the windshield and everything, he did flip over the car. And that's how he hurt his leg, bruised his leg, and hurt his ankle. I'm like, how hard did you hit the parked car to flip over the car? Dude, insane. And I love you, man, but other, you had no common sense. <laughs> he's had other injuries on the soap cruise, too, right? This isn't, last, like, his first one. Last year, the last day of the cruise, the last day of the cruise, he uh, got sick from eating sushi. <laughs> Not Nice. I love it. I love it. And you know what, Jason? You're here tonight, so you know we're going to have sex, sex, sex talks. And I, I actually have, like, this page up about sex topics that we can definitely get into. Just, like, get into it. You don't even have to read it. But you just, like, get right into it. The first one that I was, like, looking at is, like, if you have a relationship basically on friends with benefits reasons, does that actually work? Or does that actually last in the relationship? Um, I don't know how many of you on the line are here for the sex talk, but if you are here for the sex talk, the floor is yours. What is going on with your phone, man? Who? You. It's like I'm hearing like a bunch of air. Like, what the hell? Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't know either, but you know what? We're going to take this call anyway. New York. Are you 516 area code? Are you calling from Long Island? Yeah, bro. What's up? What's going on? What's your name? Is this Nick? Nah, my name is Peter. Peter, what's Hi, going Peter. on? Hey, bro. Yo, man, just listening to your, your sex talk. You know. All right, all right. Tell me, tell me, tell me this. You know, we have friends that basically, especially my friends that live here in Jersey, they don't even get into relationships. They just the friends with benefits thing. Uh. You do you think that's the best way to go out, or you think like that's not even going to work? The friends with benefits thing is not even. Well, the thing about me is I am a, a devout Christian, so I don't believe in any type of uh, relationships outside of marriage. Okay. Okay. So, just uh, quite frankly, I find this this chat to be disgusting and repulsive. And I don't, I don't think you should continue with this show. I think you should cease to record immediately. You and are now. Thank you. You are entitled to your opinion, sir. That's all I can say about it. But thank you. 
Wow. There you are. What do you have to say to that, Jason? Oh, you got Okay, I got you on the other line. All right, what's up? Uh, wow. Yeah? Is that all you got? <laughs> um, that was interesting. I I mean, I understand people have their certain beliefs and stuff like that, but... Well, they do. And, you know, what? Uh, I'm just like, it's fine that they have their beliefs, but, you know... And, I again, I said you are entitled to your opinion. That's all I see to it. But, again, I'm not going to stop the show just because of it. Amen. Hey. So, on the whole friends with benefits thing, let's uh, go back to that real quick. Go on. Go. Um, I think any kind of relationship, as long as both partners are on the same leg, uh, same wavelength, I think it'll work no matter what. You think so? Yeah. Now, obviously, like let's say if you have one partner that is completely okay with the friends with benefit, the other one says they're okay with it, but technically they're more of like the monogamous kind of person, then you're going to have issues. Mm. See, I never really had a friends with benefits before. I mean, it sounds interesting on paper, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> I mean, hey, you had a friends with benefits, obviously? Um, No. No? No. I, I mean, I've had lots of friends, like personal friends, that have had the friends with benefits. And as being on the outside of it, I could see some of them that worked, and then I've seen so many of them that didn't. I'm more of the old-type Cinderella romantic. So you're basically the one the, that basically you find somebody you fall in love, and then you go through the whole, the whole ring on the finger, the ring on the finger, and go walk down the aisle, and there you are, basically. Mm, yeah, as long as it's a hetero relationship. I have a whole different thing about gay marriage, but that's for another show of a different time. <laughs> <laughs> um, someone in the chat room was like, like, did I set up that last call? Or I was like... I could not even do that if I tried. <laughs> and seriously, obviously the person doesn't know who Unlimited Jason is because I've never ceased on anything in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they I don't think they know you too well yet. Uh Silas says they don't um he doesn't think men handle friends with benefits stuff as well as women. What do you think? Uh you know, he might be right on that thing. Because I think men I think there's like that dominance thing that's kind of run down through the course of history where men seem to need to always be in some kind of control. I mean, it's not so pavilion like the way it used to be, but it is now compared to what it was. Like, mm. let's say Kate in the room. I think she'd be – let's say Kate and I were in a relationship, and it was a okay. friends of benefit relationship. I think Kate would probably be – less likely to worry about who I'm hooking up with, whereas I would be more of the jealous type. But that's because right now I have more of that ideal in the back of my head where it's like, well, there's kind of the commitment thing, but if I agree to Ben's with benefits, that kind of thing. So I think I would have issues with it. And part of me says, well, I'm the man, so my way is going to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have the dominance of the relationship. Oh, my goodness. Oh, dear. Uh, that's Look that's awful. People. That's awful. Okay, so since we were talking about what makes people hellacious, what makes you hellacious? 
Uh, the lack of skin on daytime when you can have it on prime time. Oh, and it starts. <laughs> and it starts. And it starts. I mean, come on. Think about it here. When Astral turns there with, uh, what was it, Mark? Was it Mark? That played Mike Kaznoff. I'm trying to think what his last name is right now. He had the shower scene, and he showed his ass in the shower with uh, his co-star, Katie, who was by... um. Oh, what's his name? The guy that played Mike, the second Mike Kaznoff. Yeah, it was Mark Mark Collier. Mark Collier. Mark Collier. Collier. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, when they had that sex scene on a thing, I mean, everyone jumped down and was like, this is uh, daytime. You can't do that kind of thing in daytime. Why can't you do it on the daytime? The kids are in school. They're more likely to watch TV at night when they're in prime time. Did I mention what makes me hellacious? I don't think I did. No, but let's go to it. Uh, what makes me hellacious is the fact that I have not had a glass of Kool-Aid since I came home. Um, then you better go get one. You mean you expect me to trust you to run this while I step away from my computer? Um, I ran Buzzworthy while you were on the cruise. What did you do when I was gone? Um, well, I had breaking news every day. Oh, did you? Every really? hour. Every well, yeah, hour. because, you see... The sub cruise hit an iceberg, and it sunk, uh, and losing you. I managed to get off of it, then if it hit. Well, that's that's a technicality. Well, anyway, uh, so I recasted some people. Like I recasted the character of Chloe on Days of Our Lives, who's played by Nadia. I rec- um, placed her with Courtney Love because everyone knows that Courtney Love can totally rock the role of Chloe. Hmm. And then oh. I think Howard Stern replaced um, Eric Braden on Young and the Restless. It was a good time. You decimated my program. <laughs> <laughs> I am no longer like the person that they're going to go to now because they have officially just tuned us out. Oh, I'm come on. Oh, well. All right. I, I, I did promise to get him on the line, so let's see. Is this Nick? Yeah, yeah, this is Nick. What's up? Hey, uh, I just wanted to uh, guess, share a story with you guys, see what maybe the viewers or the people in the chat think. Something that happened a couple of days ago. Can I go ahead and share my story? I'm game. Are you game? Right, well, it's a pretty it's pretty freaky, I guess. Me and my girl, we were together a couple of nights ago, and we like to incorporate food into the sex because, <laughs> why, you know, that's the both worlds. You know what I mean? People have done that, so it's not really too bad, but go on. Right, okay, and so I got my girl covered in peanut butter because, I mean, a lot of people go chocolate sauce or whatever, but anyway, I'm into peanut butter, so I got my girl covered in peanut butter, and I'm plowing her from behind, if you know what I mean. All of a sudden, my dog comes up and starts licking my girl. (laughs) Not even joking, not even joking. And so I'm here, I'm giving it to her, and I'm thinking, am I in a threesome with my dog and my girl? And I'm thinking, now wait a second, wait a second. Is this bestiality on my part if I'm not touching the dog? Or is nice. it bestiality on my girl's part if she and the dog are actually, you know? So I just didn't know if I was in a morally gray area, but I just kept going. You know? Well, first of all, let's establish what peanut butter was. Was it chunky or smooth? This was smooth peanut butter. This was extra light smooth peanut butter. Oh, <laughs> Extra light. Because my girl says that I need to lose weight, so 
a little extra light, smooth peanut butter. Jiffy, by the way, just oh. to give them a shout Mother's- out. Yes, man. And the nice creamy peanut butter too. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. And I mean, I was just, the dog came in, which was unexpected because we didn't have the bedroom door closed. Usually we close that because their dog always is whatever. But the dog came in, and of course I'm not gonna stop because the dog is doing its thing, and she didn't come <laughs> stop. She didn't seem to mind what was going on, and so I was just. I, I was a little grossed out at first, but obviously I kept, uh, you know, I'm a trooper, so I kept doing what I had to do. <laughs> you didn't get jealous? The, the doggy didn't go ahead and do doggy style, and your girl did it. I mean, no, 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 no. Which is that's the first thing I thought about. I'm like, here we are, doggy style, and the dog comes in. It's just like that's like poetic or something. You know what I mean? I guess the only part that I had a problem with was it seems like she was enjoying what the dog was doing more than what I was doing. Oh, you got a problem? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she yelled out the dog's name and not mine. <laughs> now, she kept yelling out Pluto, and I'm just like, whoa, 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 that ain't my name, babe. Well, I don't think the problem's on your end. <laughs> it's I think definitely the problem not reality, with though. girl right there, man. If she... Wow. But uh, if she... <laughs> and he hung up. <laughs> Because I, I, he was he was messaging me in the chat room about on the line, but I don't think that uh, he was able to stay on the line for too much longer before his battery cut out. Because I knew that's what he was mentioning. But dude, damn. <laughs> well, that, that's a good question, though. I mean, well, something like that. Your dog's like name's Pluto. <laughs> Pluto the dog. Uh, Silas was like, "What's his girlfriend's name?" Minnie. <laughs> I saw that. I was going like, "Holy shit, man!" I'm like, "Damn, dude!" If she's yelling out the girl, if the girl's yelling out the dog's name, you, you might have to find somebody else there if they're gonna try to get more pleasure out of the dog than out of you. <laughs> I think though that the woman in that relationship, though, she, I don't, it wasn't bestiality at all. But does. But does I that mean, make the, the girl the dog, bitch the, dog's the relationship if she got it on with the dog? She didn't even get it on with the dog. The dog was just licking her, the peanut butter. Yeah, but if the girl was enjoying it more from the dog licking the peanut butter off her body, does it make her a bitch? Does that <laughs> make her a bitch? I don't know. We need a woman's perspective. I think Kate's on the line, so let's find out from a <laughs> woman's perspective. <laughs> myself laughing over here. <laughs> that story was like fucked up and it cannot be true. I'm sorry. I've heard those oh, like on. urban legend type come stories come before. If it was true, give me your opinion. Do you think that the girl is a bitch in the relationship for getting it on with the dog? <laughs> well, he didn't just... specifically say what the dog was doing to her, though. He just said she it was doing some stuff. With She's doing some stuff, but like what? Was the dog with well, what, on her? What? Like what? Okay, first of all, it's Jiffy peanut butter. I'd totally be licking on that too, and I'm not even interested in that. No, I don't like Jiffy peanut butter. I love Jiffy peanut butter. Are you kidding me? <laughs> mm. if, it, if it was Jiffy peanut butter, I think I would actually stop. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that made me laugh. That's one of my guilty pleasures right there. At least you know the dog's not impotent. Yeah, I mean. It's not bestiality on his part at all. 
See, mm-hmm. women are just free. Did he even say if the dog was a boy or a girl? No. His name was Pluto. Oh, I imagine it's a boy. Well, his name is Pluto. Okay, well, it's probably a boy then. Okay. Uh, I don't think it's bestiality, though. I just think that... No, I just think it's a weird... That was just, uh, apparently a fucked up situation, I guess. I, mean, I, right, I think it's up. true because I think the dog smells the peanut butter and just start licking it off her body just to get the peanut butter and not realizing that it's just pleasuring the girl. <laughs> <laughs> and you know how some dogs, some dogs are really protective, like if you're over their master or something like that. And it could have been one of those situations, too. I I suppose, I suppose. I mean, come on, Kate. What, you, I'm sure you've done some freaky things up your way. <laughs> Not that. <laughs> Not that, though. <laughs> Not anywhere near that. <laughs> Freaky oh, things, dear. yes, but not that freaky. I mean, I've used Crisco before uh, on the what? bathroom floor, on the kitchen floor, and let me tell you, that's a slippy mess. It's like freaking <laughs> oil wrestling. <laughs> oh, I don't, I, I don't think I want to know. Oh my god, <laughs> killing me! Oh dear. But yes, oh, Kate, you know, I really need to laugh. Oh my gosh. You know, a few weeks ago, before I left. We yes. were on Skype. We were yes. talking about your little sex expo excursion. Yes, Sexapalooza. Sexapalooza excursion, and you brought home a little doggy bag. Uh, no, excuse I did. The pun. I told you all excuse the ingredients the that the came home in my surprise bag. An adult surprise bag. Yes, folks, we do have adult surprise bags, and they had some fun things inside, yes. Mm. Which I may or may not have tried some of. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you got your you got your nipples on your breast pierced, so I don't yes, know. I did do that. That was uh, I was impulsive. I'm impulsive like that. I have tattoos. I have piercings, and I wanted to get it done. And there was somebody there doing it, so I said sure, and I did. And yeah, was that painful up great. at all? Um, it was literally. I took a deep breath, and it was done. And then they were super sensitive for a couple days, and now they're totally fine. See, I have a fear of needles. I can't do any of that kind of thing. Well, you don't have to look when they do it. Well, it's not just that. It's just the whole thought of it. Like, as soon as that comes to my mind, like, all these doors close in my head. Oh, well, I don't know. I guess I'm and that's like body art, so to speak. I well, think of some of the other body art people have done. True. No, I have tattoos. I have, I have piercings. I have, you know... You have one body. You I can't have one do tattoos either. It scares me too. Dress it up. What's that? I I can't do tattoos either. It scares me. No. Oh, I love tattoos. Actually, it's been a few years since I've gotten any, so I'm going to need to get some fresh ink. Well, in LA, we'll get my name on it. Ooh, will we convince you to get one there? Maybe mm. we can go to High Voltage. We can go to Kat Von D's tattoo shop and get oh, something. Oh God, help me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what would what would what perfect tattoo would Jason have and where would the tattoo be? Oh my god, if he's really, really um squeamish, it would probably be something very tiny and it would be like Phoebe on Friends when she got the world, that little dot. <laughs> the whole world from a very far distance looking upon it. Yeah. <laughs> that would be Jason. <laughs> They'll just start and I'll be crying my head off. No, it doesn't. It doesn't hurt. It it's just kind of like this kind of burning sensation, and then your skin goes numb, and then your like adrenaline kicks in. Burning nothing. or like? No, like like, like like it's like kind of like this 
slightly irritating, like, stinging, and then, like, your skin goes numb because your adrenaline kicks in and you don't feel anything. Unless you're getting it on a really sensitive spot, like, uh, the most painful one for me was uh, the wings that are on my back, right whenever they went to right on the spine, that was where it was the most painful. I hear, like, the rib cage is one of the most painful spots to get it done. So... And just think. Oh yeah, like, he can get. Oh, somebody just put it in the chat room that you can get one on your ass, and I do have one on my ass, and I can tell you for a fact it doesn't hurt on the ass at all. Nice. Well, so there you go. Like a freaking airport. There you go. Trip. <laughs> <laughs> beep beep beep. There'll be a little guy with like little flags saying "land here." <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, making me giggle. <laughs> <laughs> what do we say? Where, where do you go from that point on, except what was in the goodie bag? Okay, well, I told you. Now I have to remember what it was. There was, um, I think there was two different kinds of lube. Um, there was, oh, a little waterproof pocket rocket that you could, you know, take in the shower and have some fun with. Or take to work. Um, what else was there? Oh, yeah, there was that... Um, that uh, sexually enhancing vitamin liquid drops that are still sitting in the closet because I have no idea if they're safe or not um, to enhance sexual, you know, um, um, urge. What? No, that's not the right word. Um, not pleasure, but like wanting to do it. I guess endurance. I don't know, something like that. And what else was in there? Oh, yeah, one of those glass. One of those glass. Um, uh, Dildos. They were uh, the ones that looked like pieces of art were in there. Oh, the glass ones. Yeah, they're very pretty. And if you heat them up, they're quite entertaining as well. If you spread them on a hot, under hot water, very nice. Uh, what else was in there again? Shit, I can't remember. Well, let's find out if you used any of those things. Uh, <laughs> perhaps one or two. Perhaps. Mm. One or two things might have been used, but you know, I am a woman with needs, and I am not afraid to, you know, (laughs) take care of them. (laughs) (laughs) At least you're honest. Well, seriously, you got to release yourself somehow. What's that? Two kids, you got to release yourself somehow. What? Well. <laughs> they're <laughs> off on their own area space. I don't know. Like I'm an adult. I yeah know what I like. I guess take care of it. I don't know. <laughs> this isn't becoming at all awkward. What about you guys? You guys need to take care of some business yourself. You do that. You take care. God, of God, I need to. Silas <laughs> keeps telling me that I'm like so wound up that that's why I go off and people all the time. Well, then that's what. They say, you know, you should take care of things, releases some, you know, issues, and then you're not so bothered. Well, according up. to Travis Stork, or Stark, or Stork, whatever the hell his name is. You listened to him? Okay. Oh, my God. Why wouldn't I? Have you seen it? I've never watched The Doctors. Anyway. I've watched it once in a while whenever I haven't gotten around to changing the channel. So you I'm have to release it for the toxins because it releases mm-hmm. toxins in your body. And I must That's have right. a hell of a lot of them. Mm. Well, if you're if you know you're all bottled up, then yeah, you need to, you need to let it out. <laughs> you need and to let it out. Yeah. Saquon, release. I shall release. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <Your crazy> <laughs> <man juice. laughs> release. 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 Release.
last time because we don't want any of your crusty man juice. On the- <laughs> like that old oh, marshmallow. That joke. old marshmallow <laughs> that you'll be sending vests all over again and everything. Well, no, see, that's what sent it back to me, so now it's going to cake. Ew. What? Which has gone to me? The box that I sent to Beth. Oh, no, I thought you just sent it to me. You didn't send it to Beth. No, I sent it to Beth, and she said that she sent it back, so I'm sending oh. it to you. All right. Re-gift, re-gift that right away. It's a re-gift. <laughs> that is. is the way to go. Who shall I re-gift it to? Trish, I know you're there. I can see you online. Maybe I'll <laughs> so. Just spread it around. Spread it. Spread your crusty man juice spread all the, over the place. Spread the ball. <laughs> Oh my god. That's not the love I want. This show when we first did was not dirty like this at all. <laughs> We've like completely gone over the edge. It was that caller. It was that caller that called you all like disgusting and perverted. <laughs> like that was a fake if that was Daniel Goddard on the phone, God forbid. <laughs> it's like won't be the only thing that'll hurt. But uh <laughs> <laughs> Here's the question That's the only you. person I can think of that would be like, call me out on being a pervert. Here's the question for you two. What? Okay. Top five of both sexes of who you would love to hook up with in a romantic setting. Both sexes? Both sexes. We'll say these female or men first. And this goes for everyone in the chat room, too. Post I had to grab my phone because I started getting texts. I'm like... Oh, it's from Jennifer. She was like, who's this hot mess on the phone? <laughs> this girl, earlier, when that guy was calling saying that we should halt, cease, and desist. <laughs> I was like, no, hot ass mess. She forgot the word ass in there, so it's hot ass mess. Um, both sexes uh, uh, for having a hot, steamy sex relationship with. Yeah, are you going to go first or am I? I don't care who goes first. Do you want to do girls first? Do you want to do girls first or boys first? Let's do five girls and five guys. Okay. Okay, five girls and five guys. This goes for everyone in the chat room, too. Um, Let me see. Uh, Girls. Jennifer Aniston. Oh, my. Um, Hmm. Natalie, uh, Nadia Bjorn. Ooh. She's delicious. Delicious. She's my number two. Okay. Um, these are not in any particular order, though, because um, okay. I'm just going off the top of my head here. So, hmm, who else? Who else? Uh, Rosario Dawson. She's another nice one. Oh, that's a good one. Holly Berry. Definitely. She might be kind of slightly crazy, but she's still really, really crazy. <laughs> slightly crazy. <laughs> Oh she goodness. may or may not be from what's coming out in the tabloids. I don't know. I don't anyway, know. Uh, let me see. So that's three. I'd say Angelina Jolie, but I'm Team Aniston. But she is very, very. Um, how should I say? I would have said Angelina Jolie because I think she's a freaking bet from what I heard about her. I know. Really like Bob- I, I, I want to. I'm going to be. Fr- I, she seems very fuckable. There we go. Oh my that's, god! Yeah, I heard really Bob Thornton used to like have freaking sex in bathroom stalls at award shows and behind oh the stage and everything. <laughs> okay, so that was four. Uh, number five. Number five. Why am I like drawing a total blank? Hmm. Oh, Silas, Natalie oh. Portman's a good one. 
That was a good one too. That's who I thought Kate was gonna say with Natalie Portman. She's like a little. I like a. I like a leggy, leggy taller broad. Hmm. Ooh, Famke Jensen. Don't know if you remember her from X Men. Mm, oh. Yes. Mm-hmm. She played Jean Grey. Yes. Okay. So there was the five oh. girls. Yum. Boys. Okay. Boys. Okay, or unless you want to do your five girls list while I think of boys. Okay, I'll I'll do my five girls first. Um, I I I definitely like I said Angelina Jolie would be in that one because again for what her and Bailey Bob Thornton did, hello, <laughs> uh, <laughs> hello, Nadia Bjorlund would be my next one because if it was any indication of how she was like on the dance floor when I saw her. I think she could get a little bit busy in in the sack. So I'm just saying from what I saw. I'm she, positive. She mm, she would be she's a little freaky. Um, Chili from TLC. Chili. Oh yeah. Uh, I've always had a little crush on her, so <laughs> definitely. And I have to give I have to give props to my other crush that I've always had, Sarah Michelle Geller. No matter what anybody says about her, it's Sarah Michelle Gellar. And she kicked ass, too, on Buffy. She was an ass kicker. I like that. And Mila Kunis is my number five. Ooh, yeah, she's cute, too. She is cute. Mm. Okay, boys. Alex O'Glaughlin. Very, mm, yes. Very, very, mm. Um, what's his name? Uh, Chris Chris Pine, uh, Captain Kirk in the last Star Trek. Chris Pine, yes, he was. Yeah, yeah, he's very, very fine. He's really nice um, person too. Okay, I'm gonna bring him. out old school only because I've had a crush on him for years, and he's still sexy as hell. Tom Selleck, love Tom Selleck. That's that's a little guilty pleasure. You like the mustache? <laughs> Uh, I I don't like facial. I don't like body hair. I'm not much for it. But if there's one man that can pull off a stash and looks funny without one, it's Tom Selleck. Mm. Let me see. Um, James Scott. Nice. Yeah. Good choice. Um, and I'll throw one in there for my lame fans, Daniel Goddard. Yeah. If there was, you know. Yeah. There we go. I think that was five, wasn't it? I think so. I think so. Yeah. Okay, now you're five boys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I did both the girls and the boys. And so. you did girls and boys. You did. Go- it's funny because we actually were uh, me and my friend were like talking about like this, and he's like a straight up very man. And he was like, "Say like, who would you switch teams for?" And he was telling me who he switched teams for. I was like, "Dude, really?" And he was like, "Yeah." So I was like, "All right." Um. So I'll play. <laughs> Um, of course, I, I'm going to give in to Silas and say yes, Daniel Goddard, simply because uh, <laughs> we've made beautiful babies together. Uh, <laughs> he's hilarious and he's super pervy, so you can't go wrong with a super pervy guy. Right. I know, Rachel is so lucky. <laughs> she is. It's like, what has she gotten herself into? Uh, <laughs> um, Sometimes I wonder, but... For the right. most part, I think she's pretty lucky. Let's see. Uh, Johnny Depp would be another one. 
Ooh, yeah, Johnny Depp. Especially whenever he's in his Jack Sparrow costume. Yeah. <laughs> For me. <laughs> when he gets all like his drunken Keith Richards impression, I don't know, I find it adorable. You know, Disney really didn't want him to play Jack Sparrow again in Pirates of the Caribbean because they thought they made he made it too gay. I didn't think he made it gay. I thought he made it hilarious. And he was always hitting on women, so how could he make it too gay? Just because of the way it looked. I guess. I don't I don't even know. Um, Matthew Perry. That's kind of weird. That is weird. <laughs> but, you That's know, like I don't freakish know. Weird. He was really good in that movie with uh, Bruce Willis, but I can't think of what it was called. Oh, um, the, the whole nine two yards. of them. The yeah. whole nine yards and the whole ten yards. Yeah, there you go. Um, that was a good one, Silas. Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, uh, am I allowed to put dark meat on my thing? You are now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, I didn't. I don't want to violate our relationship. <laughs> nothing, nothing could ever be violated. Um, <laughs> that was a good one, actually. I, I mean, I, I never thought about that one, but that was a that's a that's a good choice. I, I need a fifth one. Um, is there a fifth one? Uh, hmm. Oh gosh. Um, Chris Maloney. Chris Maloney. Who's that? Law and Order. From Law and Order SVU. Detective Stabler, and he was in Oz. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Jason, are you going to give us a list, or or you're just the question asker, and that was it? Well, I'll give you my men list here. Okay. All right. And this goes in a particular order. It does or doesn't? It does. Okay. I'm going to start with my number one and work to my number five, six, wherever I stop. Um, number one. <laughs> more than five. <laughs> my number one is definitely Justin Harley. Um, hello. You can't go wrong on that one. I mean, he's not. he looks a lot different than he did on his Passion Stays. He's really bulked up on Smallville. Okay. Number two, absolutely. If no one can figure this out, you might as well just be shot now. Brandon Beamer. <laughs> oh, my God, I didn't even think of Brandon Beaver with his eyes. Why did yeah, I know that was coming? Me. I knew that was coming. Mm. I can tell you a story. When I I had the longest conversation with him when I met him in Pittsburgh last summer. But anyway, uh, my number three is Chris Evans, the new Captain America. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. My number four is Shamar Moore. Hello. Hello, yeah, we've seen naked pictures, yeah, we should say mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, then we should add, uh, what is this, Marcus Patrick on the list, too. <laughs> <laughs> He's, like, getting that honorable mention. The only thing about, the only thing I knew, I met him once, and he's kind of a douchebag. So that's why he's not even on my list. Oh, is he? Oh, okay. yeah. Well, he's pretty to look at. If, you know, he just well, hello, it. look at what's down below. I know. <laughs> Usually, if they have that, they don't that have was the really hard to miss. <laughs> um, my number four is just—I think it's pronounced Baldoni. Justin Baldoni. He played Graham on Bold and Beautiful last year. He was uh, Aggie's rapist. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, got I think that's how it's pronounced, but I don't know for sure. 
And my number six and last one on my list is, of course, Michael Shannon Jenkins, who played Charlie Baker on Bold and Beautiful, who I want to be the new recast for Malcolm on Young and the Restless. Oh, yeah. Which is why I was right, pimping him out like crazy. Your Malcolm recast campaign. Yes, yeah. Very aware of it. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Oh, my gosh. You're hilarious. And I only have, and out of the women that I can think of, there's only three uh-huh. that I would even spend my time with, and okay. that would be Jennifer Aniston. I better be top. one of the people on the list there. Jennifer no, no, Aniston be at the top of the list. <laughs> uh, Nadia is number two, and Laura Wright would be number three. Ooh. Oh yeah, those are. Good. I thought Sarah Brown was going to hit that list. Well, she's probably further down the list. <laughs> really? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, she's on the list, but she's probably further down. Well, she's there. <laughs> yeah, she's there. She's not on the list that uh, well, that's you know at the top. She's uh, on the okay. list. But she's not at the top. Kate got way. Kate got an honorable mention, right? Yeah, I did throw Kate an honorable mention. Kate who? Oh, I get an honorable mention personally, Kate or I just threw in Marcus Patrick as the honorable mention. Kate Hudson? No, I mean Jason, you're giving Kate an honorable mention for your list, right? Oh, I am. I thought <laughs> you were. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> well, Kate kept saying, "Is she on the list? Is she on the list?" And you didn't say her, so I'm just like. All right. Uh, so, next up, since I'm totally taking this over. Obviously, um, <laughs> this is your birthday. Let it rip. Let's talk about couples that have worked together who have secretly gotten together. On like um, perfect examples would be Brad and Angelina. He was married uh-huh. to Jennifer Aniston when they were filming. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. That still makes me mad. Still makes me mad. No, I'm I'm Team Aniston all the way. Me too. What, what about he John? did there was cold. Like what he did was just as cold. I feel like she did that before, though. I don't remember because I didn't pay that much attention before that. She was well. I think um, what was Billy Bob's fiance, Laura Dern, wasn't it? I think yeah, that's she broke them up or something. Yeah, that's too. what it was. I couldn't remember, but yes. Um, what about Austin Peck and Terry Colombino? Oh, my God. I read that article today in Soap Digest about the supposed co-star spreading the rumors, and I was just like, I, I still want to know, who was the co-star that was spreading the rumors? Who was it? And, guys, that's in the February fifteenth, two 2011 issue of SOD that he's talking about. Well, it's out now, because I just got the magazine today. Well, so did uh, I didn't even hear this story. Wow. Oh, my God. I thought he was like all like uber religious and stuff and, and married and he had yeah, kids and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think him and his funny. wife were having issues for a long time though. They were having issues for a while. Um when was the last time I actually saw when him and his ex wife were together? It was like two thousand nine. Nine. Yeah, two thousand nine. It was a ways before because he was going with a sister and just about anyone or solo. They all find Jesus when they get caught. (laughs) (laughs) I won't even mention the one I know about because it wouldn't be nice to call him out. But you know who I'm I'm referring to, who I told you was a man whore. Give a blind item. Oh, yeah, man whore, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, that would be a nice blind item, don't get me wrong, but... You know, but yeah, it's just um, like Soap's blind item guy there. Um, okay, Soap's blind items is not me. <laughs> Are you sure? I would be a little bit more positive. clever. Are you positive? I'm positive. 
Okay. I mean, that's, I mean, I was thinking it was you. I, I if mean, anyone knows who it is, let me know. Because <laughs> if we see the man or comment on there, we're gonna know. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like it'll be like the proof right there, just as the word man whore in the comment. And it's like it's someone changed. out there is so gonna screw me over with this. I just have a feeling. <laughs> They're listening to this right I'm now. I'm just like, waiting. Oh, there's a new tweet. Oh, is it from Soaps and Depth Blind Items or Soaps and Blind Items? I should say. No, <laughs> no. We're, you're safe. Helen okay. Benningen and John Hensley were another one that were like a couple on the show that. They didn't even tell that they were a couple. Oh, that's right. They were like secret. They were secretly, yeah, they were secretly dating. And I, when did they get revealed to be a couple? Like in '97. Yeah, '97. Yeah, I think around '97. And that's when they officially got together and they got married. And like no one, and no one knew, and she kept it on the wraps. I remember her telling me about that. I was like, "Really? Like no one knew for four years that you were secretly dating? That's amazing!" And they still lasted to this point. That's awesome. Well, now that you brought that up, that Mr. and Mrs. Kelly Rippa were another couple. Mhm. But were they secretly a couple? Yeah, because no one knew about it. Oh yeah, and then they kind of ran off and got married, and everybody was like, "What the hell?" Yep. Not as I invited to the nuptials. They are, <laughs> what, 13, but you know, I just thought later? of someone who should be been on my list. Trent Garrett, who plays Asher on All My Children. Do you know who I'm talking really? about? Really? I didn't say he was a good actor, but I like looking at it. <laughs> he doesn't have to talk, right? He yeah, seriously. <laughs> Why do you think I defend some of these people? <laughs> oh, that's the reason why. Just um, hello. I didn't care that they rewrote uh, Erica's adoption. I just like who his son was. Ooh, Colin Egglesville? Mm, yeah. They have stories. I want to hear them later. Um, I've met that's him. <laughs> I like how he just kind of like opens up like, uh, I met him. It's like, Okay. Did you want to know more? Cause, I mean, yeah, but tell, you can tell me later, though. <laughs> In full detail. Skype session, like, right after this show. <laughs> hey, Mark was a male exotic dancer. And you know who else was that I totally forgot about? That uh, Channing Tatum. Or Tatum. Oh, Channing Tatum? Yeah. I did not oh, know that. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I think that's, wow. What? I heard he swings both ways. He did. I heard that too. He just he got all he's, married. He's married now, but he did. And he was very open about it. Sorry, ladies. So, so there's, well, well, there's a lot of people that say that's Will Smith. So okay. He's married, so what do, you, what do you say to that? I'm game. Get my number. <laughs> <laughs> If I could give it to you, I, I would, but I don't have that luxury. Talk to Willow Smith on Twitter. Maybe she'll hook you up. Isn't that a boy? <laughs> no. That's with my hair back and forth. Oh. My God. And if you guys know anyone out there for single, Jason, you can give them this number, 814-380-9050. I can't believe you just took your number. 
Christopher out there. You can ask the crazy guy who is like disgusted by this radio show fooling you. <laughs> it's one of those voice numbers. Up, like right now and go like, dude, what the hell are you doing? That is again. That is area code eight one four three eight zero nine zero five zero. <laughs> I'd love to hear from you. Oh my god, that like totally Just reminds that. me from how I met your bar- mother with Barney putting the sign up at the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> <I'll just never. laughs> and that each girl was hotter than the next. It just uh, it just sounded like a it sounded like a promo that you would find on those late night. Silas, don't call that number. You mean, I don't you know mean those. It is. Call me. Yes. I'll, uh, we'll talk. Like those yes. chat line ones. Yes, <laughs> those. Oh my god, I love those, and I love how Soapnet plays them. Plays <laughs> those commercials. Yes, I, it's I, like I okay, watched Soapnet a quarter later. after two, and you're watching One Life to Live. Well, on East Coast, of course, people. You're watching One Life to Live on there, and you're watching John and Natalie do whatever they do. I'm not a fan of either. Well, Melissa Archer I kind of like. Um, anyway, and then they go to commercial, and next thing you know is, are you looking for a good time? Singles, ladies, at 900-201-4467. Call now for a good time. Wow. Sweet Mel, my bro called that one. <clears throat> Obviously, I am not. I have not watched Hopnet enough to know, so I really need to. Oh my god! I've been having insomnia lately. Do you realize what's going to happen once Hopnet leaves? They're not going to be able to play those commercials anymore. Why not? They can play it on Disney Junior. Get those kids hooked early. (laughs) It's never too early to learn about sexual relations, kids. Oh my god! Did I don't know if either of you watched it, but One Life to Live yesterday was absolutely hilarious. It opened up. Brody and John on there are both getting married, and Star came to the door at the very beginning of the show, and they opened it up, and uh, Brody was standing there without no shirt, and John was like in kind of like a, what the hell is this, white beater shirt, oh, sorry, not a white beater, whatever the hell the other name is for it, but uh, they were standing there, and she just kind of looked at them, and he goes, uh, we weren't together, I, I just stayed here, it was the most hilarious gay reference they ever had on One Life to Live. Yeah, anyway, I just wanted to share that. That's one of the ones I don't watch. Never watched One Life to Live. I think everybody was too enamored today about Kane dying. Who's Kane? Oh, God, don't get me started. i got to do the ugly cry. <laughs> Who's Kane? Who's Kane? Kane? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Sophia. 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 Where the hell is Jen at? Jen should yeah, be on the she's call. She's still at work. She should be. Well, she should be home by now. I actually. think she's listening to it because she, again, because she texted me about who that earlier caller was. I was like, oh, <laughs> my God. For a good time, call Jen. <laughs> she's gonna kill you. She will kill you. <laughs> but I like it. I like it when she's rough to me. Oh no! The one of the best. Weeks of daytime was also the one of the most saddest and tragic. I know. Okay, we had so opinion time. Do you think that he's off the show? <clears throat> Do you think he's not off the show? Because someone sent me the Suds report and saying that he's off the show, just coming back as a ghost. I don't know. I just said that he's in contract negotiations, and that's how I feel about it. See the way. 
See, there's things with soap deaths, right? Like, I mean, there was chance where, you know, you could see a mile away that he was, like, fake death in it all the way. Like, it was so obvious it wasn't even funny. I don't care what they were trying to put out in the news or whatever. It was just so obvious. And and then there's things like Brad Carlton where you see him as an ice cube. But he's like, I mean, that's like, okay, that, that dude's freaky. dead, that, okay? That you know, and... Uh, and uh and it's just uh it's just really funny um because they just made such a big point of showing his like dead body as much as possible it was they were like funny. trying to make sure that he was not coming back i know they really really like it was just funny how they oh i don't want no evil twin no no cuz then no we're just going to stop that right there <laughs> sweet me there we're just going to or sweet mel sorry no, no evil twin. But uh, anyway, um, it just, I don't know. They just made it really, really, like, you know, every opportunity, him lying on the steps and, and, like, you know, like just kept showing his body lying there over and over in the morgue and the stuff. And it just, <sighs> he's going to be a ghost. I'm pretty sure he will be. But I don't know if down the road he's going to come back and this is all a big, crazy Scam. I mean, I'd love it. I want Kane back. I want Kane back. I don't want an evil twin. No evil twin. I don't want to see an evil twin stepping up on Big Red. I don't want to see it. Well, what would you do if Kane came back but it wasn't Sharon Bain Bain vagina? I don't want to see it. Especially, like, you know, to see a scene where Lily runs into him, like, making out with one of those two older, lovely ladies. But, no. Just wouldn't work for me. It's Kane. He's Kane. That's who he is. I don't know. It's my opinion. Mm. Who cares about your opinion? We're back to me. So <laughs> you, Jaquan, like oh, ooh, a three with that. Daniel Goddard and Brandon Burrow. Ooh. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they're offering, sure. <laughs> <laughs> if they're volunteering. <laughs> they're volunteering. <laughs> if I don't have to pay to get them liquored up. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Listen, don't hate me because I'm that kind of person. I never hated you to begin with, but I just don't get that kind of person. I'm just saying. There's a work in the progress. Yes. Uh, see, when you go ahead and see them the next time, you make sure you bring anything that you need to in order to make that threesome happen for you, okay? okay. Let us, let us L.A., baby. We're rooting for you. LA, oh, is that your is that going to be your goal? That will be um, hello. I'm not like Navelle. I don't go on no damn vacation and not get lucky. <laughs> if so, I gotta this, stick it in a damn air dryer, to, I'm going to. We'll have to hit up a club. We'll definitely have to go to a club or two. Hell yeah! Oh uh, yeah! <laughs> you'll get my dance on. You'll get lucky in a dance club. I'll just, you know. Oh hell yeah! But God only knows what I'll come home with. <laughs> VD Vampire Diaries. <laughs> <laughs> they have this big billboard, and my friend sent me this uh, text earlier today, and he's like, "Hey, uh, I just wanted to let you know that your show's being advertised in downtown." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" He's in Manhattan, and he shows me on Times Square this big ass picture that says "Catch VD." I'm like, "You're <laughs> kidding me." <laughs> Not TVD, but no, VD. VD, <laughs> as in Vampire Diaries. I'm like, oh my god. Hilarity. Oh boy, what do you say to that? By the way, that's one of my guilty pleasures too. 
We know. Oh, yeah. Her diaries? Mm, yeah. We know. Oh, I love that show. It's it's so it's so good. A thousand times better than the books. Well, what about Days of Our Lives? With Jennifer, get her heart removed this week. <laughs> she was just I sitting on the slab. She's like, already oh. know, and she laid there for days. She's like awake and talking and shit, and her like heart was sitting in a lunchbox for like a couple hours. <laughs> <laughs> just, just kill me. That show, and then like um, fake rape, and uh, I just oh, oh the doppelganger. Uh. Another doppelganger. Here we go. Nice. Apparently, there's supposed to be more than one. I heard. I don't know, but that's yeah. Pretty... There's apparently four of them all together. It's like uh, Eileen Davidson's character. All over again. Oh my god, yes. And that was a crazy mess that season shit. And you know, Days of Our Lives does that kind of thing with me, though. Like they get me real roped in, no, not so realistic, no and then all of a sudden they just kind of break out again. Oh man. We're going to take this, folks, we're taking this conversation now, this Skype, for our little after-party yeah. session. So we're wrapping it up here on BTR.com. Thanks for Thanks. having me on, Navelle. Always a pleasure. <laughs> Always. Jaquan. 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 Awesome, awesome. We are going to wrap things up here. Again, we're going to take the party to Skype. So we'll be seeing you guys later on. We're going to be back on Monday with Tim Decay from White Collar, as well as John Fuertes from Castle. I'm Nabel Janine, making sure you guys get the latest buzz with Buzz Ready. We'll see you guys on Monday. Take care. Can't get enough of Buzzworthy Radio. Log on now to www.buzzworthyradio.net to get the latest news on upcoming guests, past shows, and videos of all your favorite stars. Keep getting the latest buzz with Buzzworthy. <laughs> oh my god, did you hear? The recession ended back in 2009. It's party time! Um. But why are there still so many unemployed? Hmm. Sounds like someone doesn't know what they're talking about. Hello. This is Eric Shute from the PatriotTimeExchange.com. The National Inflation Association recently announced that the college bubble will burst here in 2011. What is even worse is that food inflation is reaching an all-time high as the dollar continues to be devalued. Unless you're living under a rock with a tarp under it covering 1,000 square feet, you know the economy is going down the drain. I would love to propose we defeat the oncoming turmoil and defeat starvation by creating community gardens across the tri-state area. We have so much open land. Why are we not using it? And why does the majority of our produce continue to come from China? And who knows what they're putting into our food? We need to stop this. Join me on our quest to defeat starvation and save our economy. Join me at www.patriottimeexchange.com. www.patriottimeexchange.com. Sign up today. It's free. You and thousands of others like yourselves can make a difference.